You're listening to Her Path to Success, a podcast to empower women to pursue a career that aligns with their passions and core values. We encourage women to show up, take actions, and thrive in their own ways. If you're looking to get inspired and expand your mind, you are in the right place. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Her Path to Success. I'm your host Peggy Wu. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you've been listening to the show, thank you so much for coming back. I'm a certified life coach, and I work with women who want to gain clarity and confidence to build a career or business that they love. I'm also a registered yoga teacher, and I help my students connect the body and mind and de-stress through meditation and yoga. I created this podcast to inspire my listeners to build a career that follows their passions and core values. I feel having a passion for what you do will keep you going even when things get tough. And aligning your core values with your career will make your work meaningful and satisfying. I hope this podcast will empower you to expand your mind. If you've been thinking about wanting more out of your career and life, I'm here to support you. So get in touch with me at Peggy at MindfulSequences.com. If you are not new to this podcast, I want to give you a heads up that I'm making a small pivot to the show. I'll be asking the guests a few questions after they introduce themselves, instead of having the guests completely tell the story on their own. The purpose is to ask some interaction with my guests without prolonging the conversation either. My intention is to make this show a quick listen and provide a dose of inspiration for your week. Today's episode is about branding, a great topic for entrepreneurs and folks thinking about starting a business. My guest is Elizabeth Hamilton, a brand strategist for female entrepreneurs in the service industry. Elizabeth talks about why it's crucial to create your brand that shows your true self, and she shares that branding is not just about the color schemes and logos, but about the person behind the brand. I'm excited to introduce you to the branding expert, Elizabeth Hamilton. Hi, Elizabeth. Tell us what do you do and help us to get to know you. Hey guys, I'm Elizabeth Hamilton, and I'm thrilled to be with you today. I'm a brand strategist for female service providers, and I am based in Dallas, Texas. The interesting thing about branding is that it can mean so many different things to different people. I know some of you who are listening are going to think branding, and that mainly means the design aspect, the font, the logo, the color. But what I think makes me a little bit different, what my passion is, is to bring that really holistic approach to your branding, because I think that that is like the secret sauce of branding, the way to really accelerate your success. Because for anyone who is a small business, people connect with the person behind the brand. I mean, that's part of what's different about a mega store in the mall versus shopping small. 
if you think about sites like Etsy even, right? A lot of people have their picture on there. They wanna connect with who is providing the service or the product. I tend to focus mostly on service providers where your connection with your customer, you as the essence of your brand is just so crucial because that is your power. That's your differentiation from all the other people in your field. And really that's how you can eliminate that sense of competition with your business. Because I heard this quote that there's no new messages, only new messengers. And that what that kind of means is that sure, there are other people who are copywriters or wedding photographers or branding specialists or whatever it is that you do, but only you can do it in your way with your experience, your personality, your sense of humor. Those are the things that are going to set your brand apart in a much more powerful way than just a logo or something that's really static. So I actually got my start career-wise in an art museum and I worked in the publications department and that was my first experience with really high level branding. We worked across the museum creating all of the marketing materials and the visuals and the collateral. And I just really fell in love with the process and the power that branding can have in shaping people's image of you or your business. And after I got married, I ended up leaving the museum because we kind of moved away from it geographically. And I had a somewhat ill-fated stop in the telecom industry where I really found that money is not happiness because I was making more than I'd ever made, but I was miserable. It just was not a good fit. It wasn't creative. It wasn't my vibe. And I know that a lot of people who feel stuck in their nine to five can relate to that sense that maybe it pays the bills, but it's just not fulfilling. It's not connecting with your soul. And I would just encourage you that if you are in that place, I have been there too. And there are ways to get out of it. And maybe this is just a season for you. So don't lose hope. There are things out there that you can do that will light your soul up. And after I um, left telecom, kind of in a, I actually got pregnant when I was at that job with my first child. And we had some problems with the pregnancy. On my very first sonogram, they told me I had the early stages of cervical cancer. And so the pregnancy might not really be workable because of doing the treatments for that. And it just really, I already knew I wanted to leave the job, but it was just, I felt like the universe was telling me clearly that I was in the wrong spot. I wasn't doing a job that really lit me up, that fulfilled my values. And that sort of extreme brush with a bad consequence, it was such a reminder that you only have so many days here to live and you might as well try to really live them in a fulfilling way. Uh, just luckily, my son is fine today. He is seven. So 
we got all of our health issues worked out, which I'm grateful for. But I knew that that was definitely another sign that it was time to leave that job that I didn't like. And I went from there to the fashion industry. And I loved fashion. I still do. And I loved the creativity of it. I think that a lot of the creative fields have a similar essence and that my love of color and design that you see in branding, I also cultivated that in fashion and picking clothes. And I think that sometimes you don't always see your path forward when you're in it, but there are so many things that you're learning at any time that later you're going to look back and see that was so helpful for me. That really built my foundation that I was able to move on from later. And I think that's just super encouraging to know that no matter what you're doing right now, you are building skills that you can take with you into your next phase. For me, becoming an entrepreneur was really a lot about freedom. I wanted the ability to really live a life that was my own definition of success. My second child actually had some big health challenges too. At one point, we were kind of on the brink of potentially losing her. Her specialist was very concerned about her viability. He wanted to hospitalize. It was very traumatic for me, if we're being honest. And I knew that the gift of running my own business at the time was that I could prioritize her health and that I could really focus on the things that mattered to me long-term. And that really is my family and cultivating those relationships. We all need obviously a certain amount of financial success just to survive, right? We need to bring money in the door and there's obviously that's, important and there's nothing wrong with that. That is in itself a good thing to be doing. But then also I knew that I never wanted to sacrifice my family in pursuit of money. I'm curious, Elizabeth, what challenges are you facing in your business? Also, what advice would you give to others who may be dealing with similar struggles? I know that this has been such a challenging year for all of us who have children. It's been, I mean, it's been a challenging year for everyone. I would never want to imply that it has not been a challenging year with COVID if you don't have children. It has for sure. Everyone has had their own struggles. I can just speak to my struggle balancing having kids and trying to run a business has been such a juggling act. So many days you just have to do your best and know that there is no perfect and you can't hold yourself to some sort of standard that's not feasible. So much of this is out of your control. But I really think that, again, it comes back to staying true to your version of success. And your version of success may be in this moment, in this season, putting a little bit more emphasis on your kids and making sure their homeschooling is going okay and letting your business maybe 
be a little bit more on the back burner and maybe there's a season coming that's gonna flip that. But what I would think about this year and just always when building my business is that my son is seven right now. So I'm gonna draft him at college in only about 10 years, which is really not that long. And when I drop him off at college, am I gonna think to myself, man, I wish I had done one more Facebook Live. That would have really changed my life. I would say probably that's not going to happen. What I'm gonna think when I drop him off at college is, wow, I was so blessed to have a career where I could spend time with my children and fulfill my role as a mom the way I wanted to do it, being involved, being there for them emotionally and physically, and that entrepreneurship is what gave me that freedom and that flexibility because I think that is such a gift. And when you work for yourself, you have to be the one to fight for that because it's easy for your business to run you rather than you running your business. And that's actually, people think, oh, when I'm more successful, that won't happen. I'm only going to be frantic in the very beginning when I'm doing everything myself. But the more successful you are and the more clients you bring in and the bigger it gets, the more it scales, you are only going to get busier, not less busy. And so you have to really set those boundaries to know that you are building a life that you are proud of. And whatever that looks like for you is what you have to determine and just hold true to that. Thank you for sharing that. Now I want to know, what are you most proud of in your entrepreneurship journey? I specifically got into branding because I just really love design. I mean, I love colors. I'm a visual person. I love style. I love all the nuances of that. And I love sharing my love of it with people who aren't as into it because I think that is sort of what people know me for and what they think of me for. And it just lights me up. But The thing I also really like about branding specifically is that when you are the face of your brand, you are the visionary, you are the essence of the brand. So working on the brand is working on yourself and who you want to be and your vision for life. And that's just such an exciting thing. Someone who I was in a Facebook group with recently and we were talking about goals and I was kind of giving her some feedback. And then she came back and messaged me and said that my feedback had helped her dream bigger for herself than she ever would have on her own. And I just think that is such a beautiful thing to do and such a calling for me to help people see that big vision, not only for their brand, but for themselves and for who they wanna be and who they can be. Because sometimes it's easy to put ourselves in a smaller box than is really necessary just because we've been told that that's how it should be or we've had bad feedback in the past or 
we just haven't developed that confidence in ourselves. Sometimes it takes someone else coming in and saying, I love what you're doing and I love who you are. And we can do this in a really big way to give that person the confidence to really step up. I think that your brand can just signify a lot about who you are and who you want to be and make a really big impact on the world. And that's really why I think it's such a special thing to help people develop. Last question, Elizabeth. What advice would you give to entrepreneurs regarding creating their brand? I'm also huge when it comes to branding on not sweating the small stuff. I think that that is such a hiccup for so many entrepreneurs. I always like to point out the example of McDonald's. I would say, this is obviously just an opinion, but I think you could argue that they have ugly brand colors. I mean, yellow and red together, that is not cute to me. But would we all agree that that is such a successful brand? I think we would. That is because they are consistent and they solve a problem for their customer. People really get stuck in the weeds. They get held back by things that are not really crucial. Things like, am I picking the perfect Pantone color? Am I picking the perfect font? Am I using the exact perfect logo for my business? Those things all have value, but they don't need to hold you back. It's also not permanent. This is not neurosurgery. We can make mistakes. We can change. We can grow. We can evolve. We can learn. We can make this such an evolution. You do not have to feel like I can't start what I want to do because my brand isn't perfect yet. Your brand will never be perfect because you're not perfect. It's just, it's just a growing thing. And yes, we want to make it attractive and we want to catch the eye of our customer, but you don't have to stress. I just really encourage people to not worry so much about their design and to just get out there and start showing up. One of my favorite quotes is, success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. And that's a Winston Churchill quote. And I think that I wouldn't even say that maybe switching colors was a failure, but just that, you know, you're never going to learn until you try stuff. So there's no need to overanalyze. Just go for it. Have fun with this. This doesn't need to be super serious. And it's always changeable. A brand is changeable. Even major brands rebrand from time to time. So just take that pressure off yourself and know that this is going to be fine and you can always improve and that each time you post new content is a chance to tweak and improve your brand if you want it to be. So the sky is the limit. There's nothing holding you back from success. And if you take one thing away from this, I would just really encourage you to know that you are the power behind your brand so you can step into that power and really elevate your business. If that concept 
makes you feel nervous or you hear that and think, ooh, I do not want to be the power behind my brand, then I would say that's something to really think about and kind of sit with and think, why do I feel that way? Am I just scared of putting myself out there? Because when you try to hide behind things like your colors or your nice stock photos or all the various things that can make up the visual side of a brand, you're not gonna make that really authentic connection with your customers that's gonna turn them into loyal fans, people who send in testimonials, people who recommend you, right? You are the power. You are what separates your brand from every other brand. And that should be really empowering and also really freeing because you can't mess up who you are. It's who you are. Just share that with the world. Don't worry if every single person likes it. I guarantee you they won't, but that's okay. You just need to find your people. You don't need to make everyone happy. So when you just free yourself to be yourself and be authentic, then you are gonna just see such a growth and success for your brand and a connection with people. And that's when the magic really happens, when you can make the visual identity really reflect who you are and who you wanna be and you as the power of your brand, that's when you're gonna see results and get traction and just be excited to show up in your business because it will feel good to you. It will feel aligned and full of power. And that is what I hope that all of you can find. And I wish you all tons of success in all of your endeavors. So that's all and I hope you enjoyed this. That was Elizabeth Hamilton, my special guest for today's episode. Elizabeth shared that she left her corporate job due to health issues and she chose entrepreneurship to free up time for her family. She thinks having her own business is a gift and she finds helping others to see the big vision is a rewarding part of her business. My takeaways from today's episode are number one, It might not seem like your current career is giving you what you want, but the things you learned and the skills you acquired are all yours. You can take those with you to create a career that you love. Number two, everyone has a different definition of success. So staying true to your version of success is important. Number three, to all the entrepreneurs, Don't sweat the small stuff. Allow yourself to make mistakes and know that you can change, evolve, and grow. You're never going to learn until you try. Take the pressure off of yourself. You can improve as you go. And number four, Elizabeth encourages everyone not to be afraid to show up and be authentic. For all the entrepreneurs out there, share who you are with the world. You don't need everyone to like you, and your job is not trying to make everyone happy. Find people who resonate with you and your message. Thank you again, Elizabeth, for being on the show. Thank you, my listeners, for tuning in. 
If you want to connect with Elizabeth, go to her website, elizabethhamilton.com. She's launching a new program soon, so stay tuned for details. To thank the listeners for tuning in, Elizabeth is offering free Instagram templates. I'll have all the info in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, follow, and share it with your friends and family. Also, connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at mindful underscore sequences. If there are other career-related topics that you would like to hear about on this podcast, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening. Sending you love from my heart. Until next time. Her path to success is here to remind you: define success your way, not based on what someone else is doing or what others expect of you. Remember that you are worthy, and you have what it takes to succeed.